Hi everyone, a quick programming note before we start this latest episode of Raise the Roof. We recorded this before the Austin Meadows trade happened, so we will talk about that on the next episode. Just a quick reminder again, we recorded this latest episode before the Austin Meadows trade happened last night. Last night being Monday night, so do be aware of that. Again, sorry about that, we will talk about it soon. With that being said, enjoy this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It's time to raise the roof for our latest podcast episode. Well, welcome, everyone. Uh, we are back. It's been a bit. Uh, I know that the last one was kind of an impromptu episode because for some reason, the file uh, that we had of me and Gibby recording in person, which we we did record in person and we do have photo evidence that we were together. So do not be uh, questioning us about that. But that, for some reason, uh, disappeared out of nowhere. But luckily, this one is here. We're here. Uh, we will be recording today. This is actually opening week. Baseball is starting in less than a week, which is insane. So for the Rays, it's in like five days or four days or so. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, right now with me, it's me, uh, Gibby, and we have, we're bringing him on as uh, part of our podcast team for this year. Uh, we're going to be rotating in some new faces this year, but uh, we're bringing Max uh, onto the podcast team as part of our um, group for this year. So, Max, welcome. How the are bullpen. You? Yeah, the bullpen. We're going. We're going to the bullpen for this one. Max, Max, how I you mean, feeling? How's it going, boys? I'm feeling Stay great. Hey, hey, Max can be one of our uh, one of our main relievers. Stable of voices, dude. We do have a stable now. That's true. It's a good I'm a '98er, except I was born in '99. I was born in '98. It's okay. Work. <laughs> Two of us were born in 98, so it's so we, we'll just call you an honorary 98 for that. Uh, but yeah, so we have a lot to talk about on this episode. We're going to try to keep things short moving forward. Um, so we do have a lot to talk about, but we're not going to try to spend too much time talking about it, more or less. We're going to make sure that we keep this episode short so that you guys don't have to listen through, uh, you know, an hour and a half of, of uh, audio. So we're going to try to keep it to like 40, 45 minutes per episode. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, we have a lot to talk about on this episode because spring training has been going on. We have a, uh, we, me and Gibby were lucky enough to go to some spring training games. Max, I don't know if you've been to any spring training games yet. Uh, I have not, sadly. Have not. Uh, well, I, don't I mean, other than, yeah, other than baseball going on, you're not really missing much because it was hot as hell uh, when we were down there or when I was down there. So, um, you know, we much prefer the inside of Tropicana Field to the outside elements of Florida for sure. But yeah, so spring training is going on. There's other uh, happenings when it comes to baseball um, trades and transactions and and signings going on. So we'll touch upon that as well. Uh, but quickly um, to, I guess, preface this thing, uh, or I guess to preface kind of what this episode or what, what we're going to do on this episode. A, if you guys didn't see, we have a giveaway going on on our Twitter account. So make sure to look at our pinned tweet for that. Uh, it's a, we have a signed photo of Mike Zunino. If you guys want to uh, enter for your chance to win, uh, make sure to follow the rules. And, yes, the uh, the Florida man himself. Make sure to follow uh, us on Twitter and and enter for that. Razor Roof TV on social media. Um, we also just recently uh, have started our partnership with SeatGeek. We're a SeatGeek ambassador now, which is insane. If you guys use code Raise the Roof 
R-A-Y-S, remember? That's what we're named. Yeah, uh, yeah, guys, use our code. I know all the other YouTubers have this, like, same code, and you've probably seen it in, like, every video, but, like, use our code, because like, we need it, you know? Our code is better. And you're a Rays fan. Our code is better. And, like, like it goes back to you, you know? Like, like you get your, like, it, come, it, it comes back in value because of us. It does. It does. Also, we have seen that a couple different places have had, like, they're like raised people that have like 20% discounts or something like that on tickets. Wait to use that. Use that as much as you want, except for your first purchase on SeatGeek because you get $20 off your first purchase by using, using code raise the roof. Money comes back to us. We'll be able to help up the production value of everything that we're doing here, be able to pay Please. for things. So not only are you guys getting a good discount on your tickets to be able to go to whatever games you want to, raise games, concerts, uh, anything really that, that SeatGeek has to offer, you will also be helping us out in the process. So win-win for both sides. Make sure to, again, code raise the roof on SeatGeek, $20 off your first purchase. That is uh, R-A-Y-S. Yes. People are confused. because One word. I, 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 tell, One I word. tell people about it, and they're like, I, I tried it. It didn't work. It's like, oh, you're probably doing raise. Like the actual word raise. It's, it's, like, it's like a funny thing. You know, it's like. Yeah. Raise. It was you know? smart. We, we came up with a smart thing here. But yeah, um, hopefully we'll have a merch store out soon. We're, we're, we're working on partnerships and sponsorships with different places. I know that I talked about it, I believe, in the last episode, but we do have something going with Ferg's now. So, A, if you all haven't been there, Ferg's, uh, right across the street from the Trop, go there. Great, great food, great atmosphere. Um, it's, it's, it's huge. You won't miss it. Trust us. You will not miss it from where it's located at compared glow. to the Trop. Yeah, there's a big old globe and there's a Ferg sign outside. So make sure you check out there and we'll be doing some giveaways and stuff like that with them. So stay tuned for that. And we'll be getting our website back up and running. So don't worry about that. We'll have that up before the season starts. So stay tuned for more articles coming from us. With that being said, well, first off, how's everyone doing? How are we, how are we feeling on this Monday? It's a Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. I forgot time. <laughs> I'm like Garfield, except I hate lasagna. I hate lasagna <laughs> too. I hate Mondays and I hate lasagna. I'm the same I just don't like ricotta like cheese very much. Why don't you like cheese? Ricotta I don't like cheese. Ricotta cheese. I know, but like, why ricotta cheese specifically? Because it's like gross. Have you ever seen ricotta cheese? Yeah, I've had it on lasagna before. It's great. It's got like, it's got like little balls in it. I don't want balls in my cheese. <laughs> All right. All right. It's to each their thing. own. To each their own. I like but... ricotta. <laughs> I don't know. Max, just, the texture does something to me. I don't know. Uh, well, hopefully you'll be able to overcome these things, Gibby. I know I that. I know that you I will. Never will. Oh, okay. I, that's I unfortunate. Eaten, I'm the guy who doesn't eat eggs. I don't eat eggs, people. Oh no! I don't like eggs. I, don't I like mean, that that's. Texture. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that more people exactly. also have the same sentiment. So, but just the ricotta cheese thing is interesting. And I can't drink milk, even though I love milk. Like milk <laughs> eggs. I don't like milk. I like. Like, I think if you drink, like, a glass of milk now, like, in your adulthood, you might be a psychopath. Like, just, like, a straight-up glass of milk, I don't know. Like, that'll kill me, though. You're, you're firing out so many hot it. takes right now, and I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how to comprehend it. But... Well, just let me know. You're going to get a Blumhouse movie made out of you if you drink 2% milk. <laughs> Gibby, Gibby, Gibby you're going to get canceled either. by the That's end of even this. grosser. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the whole milk would kill me. I could probably get away with drinking 2%. Whole milk okay. does kind of gag me. Yeah. Well, Max, I already know that I, uh, you know, we 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 talked to you briefly, but uh, how are you feeling right now? How are you doing overall? 
lifted, not drinking milk. Pretty <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Pretty great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just randomly played the piano. A no milk podcast. <laughs> this, hey, I like drinking milk, milk, okay? No, bitch. No, it's fine. Fuck no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll drink milk. water. I'll drink water. I, I will. I will drink water. Drink water. Hydrate. Hydrate with H2O. Um, speaking of, uh, I was going to try to segue water. Uh, water, St. Pete, Rays, Tampa Bay. Boom. Works. Oh, yeah. That's what we talked about. Yeah, okay. there we go. There's, there that's is water that exists outside of the field at, at, in Port Charlotte. So there we go. That's our transition. Well, the Rays, Rays have uh, been participating in spring training since the 18th. We went to the home opener on the 19th. Uh, me and Gibby also went to a Blue Jays-Yankees game to kind of scout the rivals of the AL East. Uh, the Blue Jays, spoiler, a very good baseball team. Yeah, they're going to be a good baseball team. They're much more scary. Yankees. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yankees are the Yankees. Like, I, made, I, I just I made friends with Josh Palacios, though. Dude, I, I just realized. No, he oh, no, was, that was Blue Ryan. Jays. Ryan, Ryan was. The, oh, oh, Ryan Lamar. Ryan Lamar was the uh, guy. He did not acknowledge tackling. you, but Josh did. Josh, Josh Palacios definitely. Uh, hey, I found a rookie card of his just randomly. He has a 2021 rookie card, so he's a new guy. But yeah, yeah also we also I just remember the Toronto experience a lot better because like, I don't know, I just. I was it was closer. Down. I, yeah, I was mad getting down two hours to Port Charlotte because there's so much traffic. So and then, means- and then by the time we got there, I don't know. I, I just can't. I couldn't. I couldn't like get to know like all the players like I did. Like I took a picture of Bo Bichette at the Toronto game. And that was easy. Um, that was yeah, like that was cool. Bo, Bo signed um, with everyone. He was so but, nice. But the race. The race thing, they just kind of like walk out all out to the outfield, and you, there's no cat in them, bro. And <laughs> so yeah, the Rays. It, I, I think nice. that the Blue Jays experience was much more personable than the Rays. Yeah, experience, yeah. Which sucks. But I still like the Rays experience. It was good. Yeah, it was- it's just comparatively speaking, one was significantly closer to where we were, and two, one was significantly closer to where we were. I think that was the big difference. Is is that. Well, also parking was free when we went to Dunedin. So shout out Dunedin. For oh free yeah, it was free parking trolley. and a trolley. It was great. It was it was a good time. But I mean, it was still nice going down to Port Charlotte. It was nice seeing a bunch of people down there. But that was cool. Um, but yeah, so spring training has been going on. Has uh, well, a has anyone really been able to tune into games other than the games of which people attended on this podcast? No, I, I have. I, seen I, I mean, I just watched Twitter highlights. Games. <laughs> just just highlights. Yep. Highlights yeah, in the light. I'm not. I'm not like, paying t- too much attention. I, I see like the. I see like uh, Ramirez get some hits. I, I like him on the team. That's what. That's the power righty we got for this year, right? Wait. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. So it's that's funny like, how the Rays pick up these small guys. If you guys don't know, we're talking about Howard Ramirez. The Rays picked him up in a trade with the Cubs. Um, yeah. I, who did they trade? Esteban Quiros was the was the big guy that they that they just traded away. Um for him but yeah ramirez has been he's been looking good this spring journey he's been hitting the ball hard yeah he had a bomb he had a bomb it's pretty nice it was a bomb I don't confirmed know. I it was a bomb i i feel like aren't the rays like in a not that the spring training really matters but they're, they have a losing record in spring training right? uh yes yeah we've only <laughs> won like the... two games in the i think they won more than two more than two like it, they were winless for a while there. Yeah, they were winless for a like while. Five and eight or something. 
Wait, let me go look up the spring training. I mean, not like, again, for people that actually care about the Grapefruit League and the records that exist in the Grapefruit League, we'll do this for you guys. So, like, two people. Uh, Fruit League records. Two people's pushing it. Yeah, sorry. One and a half. Oh, pushing P. Hey, hey, Josh Palacios was pushing P. So, wait, how many games do they have? Uh, I think they have – I mean, they only have a few games more. So the Rays are six and nine. Ooh. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. I take back everything I said. That's the perfect (laughs) record. I I just love that they have been uh they have been experimenting more though. Like they don't really know what they're gonna do this season. So they're just kinda like throwing whatever. They they are six and four in their last ten, so teams. So it's it's like it's it's neat to see what they what they are doing with like the spring training lineup so far. And this like, is true. Here, let me see how many more games there are. I think there's only one more, two more games, one more game. Okay. Two more games before the beginning of the season. So one more game against the Braves, um, which is, I believe, I, I believe today was the uh, spring finale, home finale in Port Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Then there's going to be a game in um, Northport. So at the Braves. And then the final game uh, of spring training, which is going to be an exhibition game at the Trop. If you guys haven't gotten tickets for that, make sure to go get your tickets. Code raise the roof, SeatGeek. I'm pretty sure it counts. Uh, $20 off. Um, They're playing the Phillies. So that'll be an interesting game because, uh, well, right now it says the um, pitching, uh, what's it called? Pitching matchup for that is Ranger Suarez and Luis Patino. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Plus you could see Nick Castellanos. Dropping fly Look, balls in the outfield, probably. Okay, that's fine. But like the, the, the Phillies didn't buy him for his defense. They 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 bought him so he can have a home run after a controversial event happens. Wasn't that's the his, oh that's his meme now. Yo, guys, watch tomorrow. Uh baseball news that happens. They're talking today, about uh, what what was it? What was it? Who else got no. the worst? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert he's, gonna, he's gonna hit a, He's gonna hit a tank tomorrow. There's, there's yeah, yeah. So uh, watch out for Castellanos in a home run tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh dang! If that actually happens, I'd be. Kind of he's the bearer of bad news, and by bad news, I mean hitting home runs. Wait, so Pujols' wife? Pujols and his wife separated after 22 years of marriage. Oh, uh, okay. Which is honestly a long time. Like, like, uh, you know, 22 yeah. years of marriage is pretty crazy. So that means they got married. Yeah, that's like, is in his... I'm a year older than their marriage. I've lasted a year longer than their. <laughs> so wait, were they in like their early 20s when they first got married? That's it. That's ballsy. But I guess I mean people get married that early, so it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not gonna. I have friends get married left and right now, and it's just awkward. But that's another story for another day. That's the that's that's yeah, that's, that's the postcard the life for you. It is. It is God, a weird time. Marriage is just the worst. Just kidding. You know what else is the worst? The countdown to opening day because it's not opening day yet, but True. it will be opening day soon. But yeah, so I wanted to talk quickly about Harold Ramirez because that's the. I feel like for Rays fans, kind of recently, that's that's been the guy that we've gravitated towards because. Uh, other a than unknown commodity. Exactly. Other than other than Brooks Raley and Corey Kluber, who were the two signings for the Rays this offseason, uh, and then of course the Wander extension, but we already had Wander, so it wasn't like oh Wander cool. with the three doubles in a row, by the way, in that one game, that was pretty good. Same game that Harold Ramirez. Don't forget my boy Jason run. Adam. <laughs> he, yeah. he got a major league contract. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Now, sorry. Now he's like, I'm. I'm just never gonna. But like, I'm in terms of hitters, out. is there is there any other hitter that the Rays uh, brought in this offseason? Because I don't know of any other than other than um, Harold Ramirez. Ryan uh, Healy is Ford in there. No Mike Ford. Ford. <laughs> no, Mike Ford's we, not back. Did we? Did we let him go? Hey, he's on the Blue Jays now. Oh, he's on the Blue Jays now. Yeah, right. man. MVP Mike Ford never never Dude, manifested. I, I should have said something. Like that's like one of my favorite players. We love Mike Ford, but I don't think that he was playing in the game. I mean, we—he was also he would have been at first base, and like I just we like the, the one outfield. meme of I just like the one meme of Mike Ford coming to bat, and then John Boy going like, "Oh my God, no!" Yeah, yeah <laughs> that that's beautiful. like the one. That's like the one thing I like about uh, Mike Ford. Hey, Mike Ford's still goaded, but yeah. So I think Harold Ramirez is pretty much the only bat that the Rays have brought in this offseason, and he's looked pretty good this spring training. Hopefully he'll have the same sort of trajectory as what Yandy had when he first came over to the Rays, which is that he had issues with, I'm pretty sure he has um, issues with like launch angle, which is the reason why he hasn't really hit as many home runs in his career to date. But if he can get that situated, which it seems like the Rays know how to do that, um, he'll be a good hitter and he'll produce, you know, like clearly we saw him hit that home run in spring training. I understand spring training is only, only tells you so much of the situation, but that was an impressive home run. I mean, he hit it far. He, he looked like he got all of it. He put a, you know. Can like, you hit a home run that far? I don't no. Think so. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, uh, how are we Impressive. feeling about Harold Ramirez being? Uh, I, I don't know what he's going to be. I would assume a DH. But from what we've he's seen supposed of to be him, like, like what we're going to have when we get rid of, <laughs> if we get rid of uh, Austin Meadows. You know that's been a topic of conversation. Are we getting that has him? been a topic of conversation? Maybe it'll be like him and Ramirez splitting time. But like, how do we feel about him from what we've seen? I like I like what I see, but like I won't see the, him in the majors. Um, I, it seems like he's already like fully developed from the minors. You know, he's kind of ready to come up. So it's really just dependent on like how he does. If he can make a splash early, you know, or if he's like going to be like one of those guys that starts. Slow and then works his way up. It's a good point. You never know. Um, but you, you do, we do need a, like a good power righty because you know, I mean, it's not gonna be Yandy Diaz. That's the walk master, you know. Like even though he has like the biggest possible biceps a human can have, he's not gonna hit um twenty five home runs a season, you know. So he's too intimidating. A guy, yeah, he's too intimidating. So they walk him. Um, so maybe this could be a guy that can get us like 25 jacks in a season in like the four spot DH. I'd be fine with that. Max, what have you seen or how do you feel like, or or how do you feel about what you've seen so far of him? So he's shown the power already, but what I've in the, in the very little research I've done, what I've heard is he has problems taking pitches and he strikes out a lot. So. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, we already start, have Brandon Lau. Yeah, if he can start taking some pitches, I think he's going to do a lot better. Sure, the uh, swing and launch angle thing isn't really an issue as much as it is with Yandi, especially with that tanky hit the other day. So mm-hmm. he starts taking some walks, I think he'll do pretty good. It's going to depend on, uh, you know, see. We'll see if he's a uh, if he's gone by the trade deadline, if he's going to stay out, stay on the team throughout the year. But we'll see. I hope that they do keep him um, at least for a decent while. Like if they trade him at the trade deadline, it is what it is. But considering the fact that the Rays really don't have 
right-handed hitting right now for the most part. I mean, if Randy decides to go off and hits more home runs this year, maybe becomes like a 30 home run hitter and Yandy is a 20 home run hitter, then it's a different story when it comes to ready hitters. But let's say they don't necessarily put up those kind of numbers and you have Ramirez step in and give, even with that kind of production, if Ramirez can step in and provide even more power from the right-hand side, I think that's incredibly beneficial for the Rays. So it's promising, promising from him. Hopefully the, something can manifest with that because the Rays always seem to find these diamonds in the rough, these random guys also shout out diamonds in the rough podcast, uh, Cole Wilcox, Nick Schnell, really, really nice guys to talk to. Uh, we, we do a lot of shouting out people in this podcast, but it's fine. Um, that's what we're yeah, here for. That is what we're here for. Uh, but yeah, that's in- incredibly positive signs from him so far on the pitching side of things. So I will say the Rays have made a bunch of cuts so far, when it comes to players, kind of the two most notable guys were Josh Lowe and Vidal Brujan were both sent back down to AAA. I believe Tommy Romero was also sent down to AAA, among other dudes. Uh, I know Miles Masterboni was also sent down. Uh, Taylor Walls is still up with the Major League team. Masterboni um, on the Major League roster. I don't care what he's playing. I don't care if he's the bullpen <laughs> catcher, dude. We need him. We need his yeah. name. His name. <laughs> name on the roster. But, yeah, so those guys have – for the, uh, like, you know, a lot of names have been cut from the roster to date. Is there a name so far of the guys that have been cut that is surprising to either one of you? Uh, Max, I want to start with you on this one. Ruan getting an option surprised me, although with the – seems like them kind of rotating Gandhi and Walls over a third. I guess it's not too surprising now, but with how his um, – I guess his bat was a bit of a question mark, but his uh, defense over a third, he was flashing a bit, so – that surprised me, especially with how talented of a prospect he was. But I'm sure he's going to be up uh, sometime this year, play a decent role. Mm. Uh, Gibby, is there anyone that, that you're surprised with? I was definitely surprised by Bruhan. I mean, like, I'm I'm now thinking that, like, if a midseason trade happens, that's the – like, it's going to be one of those guys over there and Bruhan's going to come in and – fill in that spot it's gonna be in the third in the third base spot um but i mean josh Lowe is not surprising to me i mean our out he's an outfield right so our outfield depth mm-hmm. is like crazy right now and that's kind of what the rays are trying to offload probably soon um i don't know who that entails but you know if you read rumors it might be austin meadows but um, yeah, none of like the send downs like really like they surprise me like not really because the Rays are the Rays and just nothing surprises me. So that's I true. Mean, it seems like they're keeping a pretty solid roster from last season with a few additions. Uh, I'm excited to see, of course, how every team evolves with the Rays season because like no team evolves like the Rays do. No team can have like a have a like a Cy Young candidate just completely get injured and then just rework the team and then have a new ace make it to the playoffs and win your division. I mean that that's kind of crazy. So I'm just excited to see what the Rays like do this season and like how they evolve. Like, is it gonna be a slow start and then they have to like make some quick moves and like really like people out there, or is it gonna be like a good start? And then we can, like, really work our way up from there. So I'm just excited 
for the season to get on. And I guess none of those really surprised me because I'm like, from the business side, I'm like, the Rays are just going to do what they want. And like, I get why Bruhan hasn't come up yet, but like, I feel like he needs to come up soon because, you know, we've been kind of just feeding him meat at the hook, you know. I think he's ready. Last time he came up, he kind of had, he kind of struggled on the bat. I think he's ready more for that spotlight now. So I think he'll come back soon. Yeah, I, I agree with you on both of those. I would say that, so none of the pitchers really surprised me just because the race have really good pitching depth, both yeah. in their starters and in their relievers. So none of those are really surprising. I would be nice to see some of those guys come up soon. Um, but, you know, be that as it may, hopefully, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. I'm still surprised that they're hanging on to Kiermaier for as long as they have been, because he's been the guy of anyone who's really fit the mold when it comes to uh, like trade rumors. And he's also, from what I understand, making the most on the team this year. Um, so other than his defense, I know that his that his hitting was better last year than it has been in in recent years, but still... I think, I mean, I, I don't know what they're waiting for there. I don't know if they're waiting until the trade deadline. I don't know if they're just not going to trade him and they're just going to keep him there as a guy who's a vocal leader in the clubhouse and a guy who mm-hmm. um, is, a, is a really good defensive player, plays well in the clutch, knows this team better than basically anyone else on the team. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, that kind of stuff. I think that, you know, if they want to keep him, for those reasons, that's fine. It just sucks because I would like – low to come up because I like his peripherals and I like his projections and I like, I want him to be able to get time because at some point he's going to turn into trade bait. If you don't end up doing something with him, like it doesn't make any sense to just keep him down in triple A. You're going to have to either bring him up or move him for someone. And I would rather them not move him to another team, at least for a few more years. I'd rather them move someone else. Or he got rid of Nate. Come Come on, man. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Like, I'm, I'm hoping something good happens. Um, I'm hoping some of them, you know, a, a couple of them do come up soon. So that would be good. I know that from right now, so so Boz is on the major league roster, but he's just out a few weeks due to that uh, removing of the whatever, like the uh, the loose cartilage that was in his um, whatever arm. I don't know if it was his right or her or his left arm, but uh, he's going to be on the major league roster to start the season, right? Just to make sure that everything, okay. I think he's going to end up on the IL, but yeah. Yeah, but like he's still going to be on the yeah. roster to start the season. Yeah. He's just going to be on the IL. So the yeah, um, another guy uh, who's not going to be on the team for quite a bit is Pete Fairbanks. Unfortunately, um, he I believe he has shoulder issues or partially torn something in his arm or shoulder that's basically forcing him out for I think it's six weeks or something like that, maybe even more. Um, that's not ideal, but we'll see what yeah, happens I mean, there. What, what does our bullpen look like now? You got like Rasmussen. Got, <laughs> they brought like, up Jason Adam. Jason Problem Adam. solved. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they have Rayleigh now, so they have another lefty. Uh, Springs is back. Uh, Beeks Poche. is back. Poche's, Poche's back. So, I mean, they have guys. It's not, you know, yeah. lose one, gain four. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the race mentality is just lose. You know, if you lose one guy, you'll replenish him with like five other dudes. They got dudes at the race. 
They do have a lot of dudes at the race. I'm like, so I'm going back and forth between this and there's also the uh, the Phillies Yankees replay going on MLB Network. So the Phillies interest me as a team. Uh, the Yankees don't because the Yankees are the Yankees, and to me, they really haven't made that many noticeable upgrades. Um, but knowing knowing that Isaiah Connor Falefa is going to once again hit 400 against the Rays this year, so can't wait for that to happen. Um, wow, Stanton struck out. That's not surprising. Struck out on a breaking pitch. Man, it's almost like if you throw him breaking pitches, you can't hit them for the large majority yeah. of the time. Keep that open. Any Rays player that's listening to this podcast, word to the wise, specifically pitchers. I'm trying to think of any other notable bit. Well, this is notable baseball news, but we are recording this the night of the national championship, the night after the women's national championship. Did any of you watch the women's national championship last night? No, but I'm glad South Carolina won because UConn had that. What was that incredible game? Who'd they play against? Incredible game. It went to double overtime. Uh, Stanford. Stanford. No, it wasn't Stanford. It was NC State. NC State versus Oh, was it NC State? Yeah. Oh, because NC State lost. Yeah, my bad. NC State beat Stanford. Yeah. No, no, no. UConn beat Stanford, and then UConn beat NC State. My, my, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> game was just incredible. Uh, that was probably the most exciting women's game I've ever seen. I mean, I don't think any of them missed a shot in the last overtime. I mean, it, I guess NC State did a few times, but UConn was – I mean, that was just a home game for them anyway. But I'm glad they lost because all their fans just come every year to the tournament and then they're playing home games, basically. I'm just glad that someone, I mean, someone, uh, like South Carolina is like the new bad guys, right? Because they have like a... I like South like Carolina. Tall, I, don't, I, mean, I know, but they have like super tall players. They're super, they just whoop teams. They've whooped teams all year. That so is I'm true. I mean, South they Carolina did whoop won. UConn in the final. So that was... I am glad that, that happened. So, Max, you said you also didn't watch it, but are you happy that you uh, UConn lost? Yes. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> wow, I love, I, the, uh, I love the enthusiasm. That's all, that's all yes. Love the enthusiasm there. Right, next I, I, I watched, like, the first half, and then I had to go pick up my parents from the airport. Uh, so, don't know. I, I didn't get to see the end of the uh, game. All but. right, but this this national championship. Who yeah, the national championship tonight between not Duke and also not Duke. So fantastic yeah, there. Give it up. UNC off. Kansas. UNC Kansas. Uh, Kansas um, beat Nova. I picked UNC Kansas for my first in my first bracket, but then my first bracket got deleted. So I was just like, oh, I'm gonna redo it. And then I picked Gonzaga for some reason. Like you shouldn't have done that. Know. Gonzaga. Oh um, man, the Zags. Ooh. Yeah, that bucks Bulldogs. My Real good. Um, they are no, they are no bueno. So, Gibby, you, you you have Kansas winning tonight. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure if UNC can pull off like the as much hate as they have in their veins when they play Duke, and it's like they had they had like the they had a mission to end Coach K's career because I don't like you were watching with me last time, Alex, when we watched the Michigan yeah. State Duke game. Oh my God, I was I was actually I actually felt bad for Coach K for two seconds. And you wanted to you wanted we to throw five. something at the TV. And then and then I was so mad when they ended up winning. I wanted to throw something at the TV. Freaking Coach K. I'm so glad you lost your last home game to UNC and then you lost your last tournament game to UNC. And I hope you don't come back like Tom Brady. Just stay retired. You know, you had a pretty good legacy, whatever. 
just don't play as far anymore, please. Agreed. I like I like what Gibby's saying. So Gibby, do you have Kansas winning? It seems like Kansas, Kansas. Yeah, Jayhawks taking it. I, All right, I like it. I don't think the UNC can win again. I don't. I don't have the faith. Sorry, Jordan. Damn, uh, Michael Jordan. Max, are you on? Are you on the Jayhawk bandwagon for tonight? I had him in my uh, bracket originally, even before oh, okay. all this Duke stuff started going. So I'm probably just gonna stick with that. That's smart. Hell um, yeah. I don't know who to pick. Uh, good basketball game. That's what I want. Because I could care less who lo- who wins because Duke lost. So that's all I care about. Yeah. Honestly, that's like the death star blowing up when Duke loses. It's like it was everyone a, everyone's happy about that. Except it was a it, it was a good vibe seeing Duke lo- yeah. lose. And like all my Maryland friends and like anything Maryland related was just so happy and was just taking it. Oh man, it was. It was a good time to be on to be on Maryland Twitter the day that Duke lost because it was all just people being like "fuck Duke, Duke lost." Eat it, Coach K, Coach L, Rip Bozo, all, all that stuff. It was glorious. Definitely a good time, Gibby. Did you see? Well, speaking of, so we have we have two people here that represent the battle. Oh, sorry, the war on I four. I meant to say the. I don't know why the hell I said the battle, but the war on I four, the greatest name of any sports rivalry in college and i stand on that pedestal because it's true uh it is gibby, a good name it's such a good name gibby did you see the dude that caught Unfortunately, the, uh, wait, did, did you see the other uh, home run robbery on sunday or whatever it was oh saturday, yeah sunday? i did see i did see me was okay yeah we have that but you know we also got swept so i'm just not happy didn't we get swept we didn't win a game right ucf swept, swept us I, I believe i believe so Unless yeah. The, yeah, they at least won I mean, the series and not swept. Yeah, so that's not a good way to start off the, the conference. Um, getting but swept. an insane catch. An insane catch, Mayo. That that was a good catch. And like like, uh, like a Jonathan stupid Mayo. insane catch. Jonathan Mayo is the dude from MLB.com. I don't know if that's his name. Yeah, I don't know. It's His last name is Mayo. That's all I know. It was a sick um, catch. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely sick, but not a sick series. Um, I was I was very mad at the boys. I I like won one game while you're over there. Come on, like I know hey, it's hard. Hey, oh my play. God, Lane, <sighs> Jack Lane is that his name? The pitcher, pitcher, that dude is gonna go like first round in the draft. Like it's really good. He has a zero ERA right now. He has like twenty thirty one pitches, thirty one innings pitched. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. So, you know, Knights, pretty good. We're going to – it's still going to be a battle for the conference, though, because, you know, it's going to be these two teams the rest of the year, basically, with how uh, the AAC is going. So, we'll see. Hey. We'll see how what happens when UCF comes to our town. So hey, I'm just excited. Worry about, don't have to worry uh, about the AAC for too long. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. You don't <laughs> Not too much longer. But, but this last one, this last one. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is, is that Maryland's 21 and six right now, and they're probably going to be ranked again this week. So shit, I'm feeling man. good about college baseball. I have never felt this good about college baseball literally ever. So this is fantastic. This is like the best run of Maryland since since Lau was there, Lau and Lamont Wade Jr. and all those guys. So maybe maybe that's a positive. Last year. Hey dude, you guys got to the freaking super regionals last year. Yeah, it was good. It was that's fun. 
I, that was dude, that it's impressive. It, hopefully they'll. That was they'll, that was like our things. one bright spot in our sports, like in the last five years since Quinn Flowers left. Um, goddamn. Hey, positives. We take positives yeah, this, here. That's a positive. Well, I'm speaking of that. that. Oh, wait, sorry, Mike. I mean, I didn't go to that Warrior on I four game where Quentin Flowers and Milton went at it. In oh, that was the greatest game. Like, oh, I have a book about. I got this thing when I went to freaking UC uh, USF. Um, oh because my, uh, my uh, good good family friend of mine works in the um, uh, athletics department. Shout out Gail, she's fantastic, uh, and she gave me like a cool like gift pack or like or, like gift bag, and it came with that. That book is so freaking cool. I swear, cool book. But the yeah, that War on I four game is probably the best football game of all time, or one of them. Like <laughs> it, it is pretty good, but it it is peak sadness. It is still peak sadness because... <laughs> in my life, at least. Dude, dude, but that, it's like it's such a. Kick I want to make a video old. about. I do want to make a video about it, but it's such like a cool dichotomy of like how that, how once that game is played, everything happens for UCF and then USF. It's just down. It, it's it's the ultimate turning point in college football history. Yeah, that, right? that UCF team was a fever dream and a half, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, that last game is the ultimate turning point. Like, if they if UCF loses that game, they don't get national championship. They don't go to the Peach Bowl. It, it's they the lose any game, they don't go to the Peach Bowl. <laughs> Which, like, I don't like it when, when they when they trash talk us about, like, moving on or whatever. Like, good. Good job. <laughs> you did I, it. I think a lot, a lot of it has to like, do with... Like, don't trash uh, talk the rivalry, though. We have a good rivalry. No, it's like, a good it's, I think a lot yeah. of it has to do with USF blocking that whole Big East thing back in 2013, which I was Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of saltiness pretty, over that. I, yeah. I had nothing to do with that, though. Yeah, me either. I think it's <laughs> funny in the long run, though. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's wild times. But I think on that note, I think we're going to uh, end things on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening to us, uh, supporting what we're doing. If you guys don't follow what we're doing here, Raise the Roof TV on social media, RaiseTheRoofTV.com, Raise the Roof Twitch, Raise the Roof on YouTube, um, continue to support the podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, make sure to follow Max, me, Gibby, everyone uh, on our Raise the Roof team. At um, Condor Gibby, please. John Ricky Spanish 44. Yes. Yeah, and too. <laughs> so, uh you know, make sure to support us. Make sure to support all that we're doing at Raise the Roof. Remember, code Raise the Roof, uh, SeatGeek, $20 off your first purchase. Make sure for that. With that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, raise up.